0: Right after the United States Civil War, the famed General Robert E. Lee visited a lady in Kentucky who took him to what was left of what used to be a grand old tree right there in front of her house. She wept bitter tears as she showed him the shattered trunk and limbs that had been shredded by Union bullets. Then she looked to Lee, just waiting for a condemning word, or maybe just to sympathize with her. "'Wretched Union soldiers!' disrespectful can't shoot the confederates so they shoot up a tree but he said nothing at least for a while after a few seconds of silence he softly told her cut it down my dear ma'am and forget it it's better to forgive than to allow bitterness to remain take root and poison the rest of our life that was wisdom the men who destroyed her tree in nearly her life were her brothers men who lived in the same country breathed the same air It's sad, but true, sometimes our brothers wrong us, and sometimes we wrong our brothers. It happened then, it happens now. Even happened back in the Bible, and Peter piped up and asked Jesus a question. Jesus, if my brother sins against me, how many times should I forgive him? Up to seven? Peter was being mighty generous. He lived in a three-strikes-year-out land. It was written in the law that you were to forgive three times. After that, you're off the hook. But Peter knew Jesus. He knew how merciful he was, how merciful he had been to the little Gentile lady who didn't deserve to ask for a miracle, much less receive one, but she did. So Peter thought, I'd better amp up the mercy. So he took three, multiplied by two, added one for good measure, and said, Surely seven times will be enough for me to forgive, right, Lord? If I forgive my brother for his sin seven times, that's that's enough, right, Lord? And he expected a pat on the back and a hearty laugh from the Lord. Why, Pete, you're feeling mighty magnanimous today. Seven times, wow. But that's not what happened. Because Peter did not really realize just how deep the ocean of God's mercy really flows. And Jesus replied, not seven times, but 70 times seven. Now, some believe that means 77. Some believe it means 490. Either way, point's clear. Forgiveness is not something punched up on a calculator. Forgiveness comes from the heart. And true forgiveness for our brother only comes from the heart of those forgiven by our Father. So while Peter stood there and counted up to 70 times 7, Jesus told this story. And I will tell it to you right after this. Good day to you, Simplify listeners. You are listening to L.J. Harry. I'm your host, and you're listening to $3 million and and 20 bucks on Simplify. Jesus said, let me tell you guys a story. The kingdom of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle his accounts. He found out there are a few folk who still owed him some cash. So he called them in to collect. The first servant strolled up to the throne room. He owed 10,000 talents. That's about $3 million. The king saw him and asked, how are you doing? I'm good. Wife and kids, they're good. Youngest is already in fifth grade. They grow up fast, don't they? Hey, how's the queen doing? Uh, She's good. She's out playing tennis right now. Hey, listen, about why you're here. I've been looking at the books, and I realize you owe me money. You owe me $3 million worth of money, and I'd like my money. The servant swallowed hard. His face flushed. His legs wobbled. He thought of what he had to do to pay it back, what he could sell to pay it back, He's already overdrawn to the bank, and he's got a rusty Ford Contour that hasn't run in years in the driveway. There's no way he could pay that back. As he stood there, the full weight of what he owed fell squarely on his shoulders. He dared not blame his debt on anybody else. It was his sole signature on those checks. He couldn't suggest a payment plan because he just didn't have two shekels to rub together. He knew what that meant, and so did the creditor king. That meant debtor's prison pictures of his family slaving away from sunrise till sundown at the mercy of merciless tormentors flashed through his mind. He fell to his knees and he said, please, sir, please be patient with me. I'll pay you back. I promise down to the last denarius. I just please, sir, don't take my wife and kids, please. He's down on his hands and knees. Tears soaked the marble floor. And the king, seeing and hearing all this, felt compassion for this poor guy. And he let him go. He probably thought he was free to go just to start working, to begin chipping away at that mammoth debt. But it was deeper than that. The king smiled and said, servant, sir, you're free to go and your debt is forgiven down to the last denarius. And wouldn't it be great if somebody paid off your mortgage for you? Wouldn't it be great if they paid off your car so you could actually enjoy driving it rather than just worry about paying for it? That's probably not going to happen. But this did happen. Jesus paid our debt. Every time we sin against him, we write one more check, sign one more receipt, swipe one more card, and we just keep piling up our mammoth debt. Sad truth is, we can't do enough good deeds or give enough money to the poor to chip away at our debt. God is holy, and we are not. And God's holy nature demands somebody pay for sin. His holy nature will not allow him to just sweep sin and injustice under the rug and forget about it. Somebody has to pay the bill. But God has seen our spiritual bank balance, and he knows we can't pay that debt. So God came himself. If you've never heard the gospel before, here it is. God loves you enough. He came from heaven to earth. He walked among us. He lived with us. He felt what we feel. He hurt where we hurt. And after he had done no wrong to no one, he was crucified and his precious sinless blood was shed for our sins. Every drink, every drug, every night you wish you could erase but can't, every lie you've told, every time you've failed God or hurt your fellow man, every sin, Jesus already paid the bill. That first servant was overjoyed. He could not believe he had been forgiven and freed. (laughs) We should be too. But that joy was short-lived. Silence the trumpets and cue the steel guitar. It's about to get sad round here. As the newly freed, forgiven servant bounded down the palace steps, he found a man who owed him some cash. His buddy owed him three hundred denarii. That was about twenty bucks. He found his friend, grabbed him by the throat, throttled him, and screamed at him to pay him back. His friend was shocked. He fell at his buddy's feet and he begged him, see if this sounds familiar. Please, sir, please, be patient with me. I'll pay you back everything I owe. I promise, just please, be patient. I'll pay it all back down to the last denarius. His mind raced to getting a second job. He could mow a few lawns or deliver the Decapolis dispatch for a few weeks. He could pay this debt back. He would pay this debt back. He only owed 20 bucks. But his creditor, Another servant, a man recently freed and forgiven of millions, would have none and hear none of mercy. He dragged his friend off and threw him into debtor's prison to be tormented until he had paid back his debt, all of it, down to the last denarius. This happened in broad daylight, and some other servants couldn't believe what they just saw, and they ran back to the palace and told the king the whole story. Hey, you remember that guy you forgave of three million, right? Right? Yeah, I remember that guy. He was just here. I bet he's pretty happy, isn't he? No, sir, not at all. He just went out and threw somebody in prison who owed him 20 bucks, and the guy begged him for mercy just like he begged you, but he would none of it. Unbelievable. Can you believe that guy? The king's smile soured to a scowl. He pounded his fist on the gilded armrest of the throne. Bring that servant to me now. And they ran out and they told him, Hey, the king wants to see you feels a lot like third graders getting each other in trouble. Hey, mom wants to talk to you. He ran up those same steps, walked into the same throne room, saw the same king. But this time the king bypassed all the chit chat and cut right to the heart and said, you wicked servant. I forgave you all your debt. You owed me three million and I forgave you of all of it just because you begged me to. So what about you? Shouldn't you have mercy on your fellow servant who owed you a few bucks just because I had mercy on you? His arrogance left as quickly as it came, his face flushed again, his knees wobbled again. And the king continued, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll dole out the same sentence to you you doled out to your friend. Since you wouldn't find it in your heart to forgive, I won't find it in mine either. You still owe me three million dollars and you will pay back all you owe me all the way down to the last denarius. He was arrested and carted off to debtor's prison to be tortured until he paid back all the debt he owed down to the last denarius. Then Jesus closed the sad story with, so will my heavenly father do to every one of you if you do not from your heart forgive your brother his trespasses. My friends, my fellow servants, we're all serving this king of kings. I'm sure somebody has hurt you. A friend, a brother, a sister, a mom, or dad, a grandparent, a son, a daughter, a coworker, classmate, colleague, surely an enemy has hurt you. Maybe they gossiped about you and now you don't talk to them because you don't trust them. Or maybe they said something to your kids and you feel like those comments are the reason your kids aren't in church. Maybe they lied to you or lied on you or lied about you. Maybe they cheated you out of something. I'm sorry to admit it happens even in church, but it does. Otherwise, Jesus wouldn't have had to have told this story. But Jesus made it very clear, if we are to be forgiven, we must first willingly, from our heart, forgive. Because if we won't forgive others, God cannot forgive us. And so, it's time to forgive. Whatever they're wrong, whatever they're hurt, however long ago, however great, it's time to forgive. Forgiveness is rarely easy, but always right. And forgiveness does not make their wrong right, but it does set you free from being locked up by resentment and bitterness, and it frees you to be forgiven. Even if they never ask for your forgiveness, it's time to lay down all our past grudges and bitterness and time to tell unforgiveness, you will not be my warden another day. By the grace of God, just as he has forgiven me of my debt, I will forgive others of theirs, and in doing so, I myself will find healing and forgiveness. This is a hard prayer to pray, and it's even harder to live out. But we're going to ask God to help us to give us the grace to forgive every one of every hurt, and allow God to forgive us and heal us of that hurt. Lord Jesus, today, thank you for forgiving me. You paid a debt you did not owe. I am so thankful you paid that for me. You have forgiven me of so much, so much I've done against you and done against others, and yet you have freely forgiven me. Today I release any bitterness, grudges, resentment, hatred, anything in my heart I have against anyone, God. I ask you to forgive me for it, and I forgive them. Whoever has wronged me, whoever has hurt me, I forgive them, and I ask you to bless them and forgive me for holding on to resentment. I pray for all those listening, help us to have the grace today to forgive, and then tomorrow, if we're still struggling with it, to forgive again. I ask you today, Jesus, for your mercy to be merciful to others. And I give you thanks and I give you praise in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks so much, Simplified listeners. If you have not yet clicked subscribe, be sure to click that button. Also click share. Share this with somebody you may know who's struggling with this or has been hurt. And God is moving on them and perhaps even moving on you to help them to find healing and forgiveness. Please share this with them. Hopefully it'll be a blessing to them as I hope it's been a blessing to you. We are closing in on 90,000 downloads. We're getting there quickly. We're right around 88,600. So thank you again for being so loyal and for subscribing, and for sharing. Simplify, a few resources I'd like to share with you. I've got a couple of books I've written. The first is Simplify, the devotional that launched this podcast. And there's a book called Ten Words, a practical look at the Ten Commandments. Looks at all ten and includes a couple bonus chapters just for fun. Those are available at pentecostalpublishing.com in print form. And both of them are available at Amazon for Kindle. And if you live in this Knox County, Mount Vernon, Ohio Area, they're available at a charming Bookstore at the corner of South Main And East Ohio the Bookstore is called Paragraphs, so you can pick both of those Books up there And if you prefer to listen rather than read, you can pick Up Ten Words on Audible Lots of ways to get those two Books, so thank you so much For being a loyal listener Next week, I want to share with you Another story Jesus told, and this is called The Talents I'm looking forward to sharing that with you next week And always look forward to walking closer with Jesus as we walk through Simplify.